day 16 of this experiment. Give us this day our daily Guinness sitting down every day, drinking a Guinness and recording a podcast every day in 2019. For those of you that are just joining us, just joining me, I'm saying us like there's anybody else recording this right now. Uh, Sarah's in the kitchen packing some stuff up. Any, any, any uh, words? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. All right. Here's the deal. Trying to change my own interpersonal definition of curiosity from a noun to a verb, to a lifestyle, to the way I position myself in the universe, I, the way I look at the world around me. I look at food, drink, people, arts, culture, whatever it is, uh, trying to change my mindset from thinking about being curious of just asking a bunch of questions. I'm realizing it's more about looking and listening. And why am I going, Sarah, why am I going so deep right now? I try, I'm, I always make these intros way more serious than they need to be. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. All right. Here's the deal. I have three hours before I need to catch a flight to Chicago on to Reykjavik, Iceland, and then ending up in Frankfurt, Germany. So I've got a few hours, but here's the deal. Before I jet out, I've caught wind of something happening in my neighborhood. Just south of where I live in Minneapolis, there was, there's this theater called Parkway Theater, and it was adjacent to a Mexican restaurant. And what would happen is people would go to this Mexican restaurant, and there was a door on the side, and they would bring, they, you could take your food into the theater, I'm pretty sure, back in the day. I mean, they would do the most eclectic viewings of stuff, like old, old uh movies that are out of print. Uh, they'd like show Doctor Who on the weekends. They would have events there. But about a year and a half ago, word was spreading that they were closing down. They opened back up this last year, fully renovated. But here's the kicker. I, I As I was driving by or actually walking by recently, I noticed it was like a poster talking about how they're actually playing 35 millimeter film at the theater. So I've been curious about it. What's going on there? Who bought this place? And what's the plan for it? Why would anybody in a digital age choose to uh, project 35 millimeter film? It sounds like a pain. You probably ha you have to have someone like working the projector, right? And you have to get your hands on the film, right? And I, I have no idea if you have to like pay royalties still since it's out since it's out of print and they're not making any more i so anyways i have a ton of questions so before i head to the airports i'm going to swing by parkway theater eddie and ward agreed to meet me there they're the two new owners opening it back up and word on the street is that they're doing concerts there a lot of my friends and I've been listening to this podcast called The Liturgist with Michael Gunger, Science Mike, and a bunch of others. Gunger is actually playing in Minneapolis, oh man, like a few weeks from now. i got to figure out when they're playing here, but they're playing at the Parkway Theater, which is really cool because it's such a vibey space. They've got the old school seats in there. Also, I think they have a, an Airstream in the back that they're using as a green room. I'm going to figure out if that's really what's happening. Uh, lots of questions. I need answers. So... That's all I got. Oh, I, Sarah, where am I going to get a Guinness today? Because I'm, I'm not going to drink one right now. Will we just have to find one at the airport in Chicago during our layover? You can try. But I don't think you'll find one in Iceland. I don't think I'm going to find one in Iceland. But if I can do it today, if I can find a Guinness in the Chicago O'Hare Airport, by the time we get to Frankfurt, it'll be tomorrow. I guess the ultimate question is, does Germany drink Guinness? Time will tell. As we're going in here, how, why a theater? What made you guys think 
hey, let's buy out a theater. Do you guys have a history in, in doing this? Like a history in well, Eddie's doing Well, background it? is in commercial real estate. Okay. Um, I'm a novice to all this, but um, yeah, I mean, we both are from the neighborhood and had kind of a, a connection to, the, to both of these businesses. I actually proposed to my wife at Pepito's because that's where oh, our, yeah. first band, our first band, our first uh, date was. Yes. Um, and so just one night, Eddie and I had drinks over there. Yeah. Maggie was with us, my yeah. wife, and like, what do you think? This place for sale? And uh, I think, you know, we wanted to save the theater. We didn't want this to be turned into condominiums. Yeah. And we kind of had this vision for the theater that, um, well, the restaurant, that if we can get a really great tenant to come in and run the restaurant, and then the theater, if we can clean it up, make it beautiful in here, um, that we could turn it into a place where you could not only show movies, but also have live music and com comedians and yeah. speaker series and chamber music and different things like that. So, um, yeah, that was Man. kind of the original vision. I lo I'm, I'm, I'm being overly romantic of the thought of you guys having just one too many beers. Like, dude, are we doing this? I'm, I'm in, are you in? Yeah, let's buy the theater. Let's go for it. Well, it was a pretty quick decision. Was it? Yeah, we, we saw it listed you know, for sale and, and pretty much that, I think that night or the the day after, that's when we met over there and yeah. decided to go for it. Uh, that's cool. So you guys, I, did, I didn't know you were doing like live events yeah. and stuff here. Yeah, so we, um, I mean, currently we do movies, like a classic movie every Thursday night. Yeah. And then that's either on 35 millimeter, we have an old original 35 millimeter projector, or we do a digital. Uh, we put in new digital projector and sound. Um, and then Saturday matinees, and then we fill in everything else with live music, rentals, comedians, yeah. stuff like that. Man, maybe live podcast recordings. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. We're ready for it. Hey, yeah. but the thing that really attracted, the reason I reached out to you guys, besides I love this, and I was just curious about uh, the switchover and how everything's going, was nobody in their right mind would do would open up, you'd buy it this year and stick with doing 35 millimeter films. Was that intentional to keep that going or? Yeah, and I think, I mean, originally our plan was to only do 35 millimeter. Yeah. And then, um, and use that, that, the digital projector for rentals and things like that. But I think we realized that it's, there's like a certain genre of movie that works really well with 35 millimeter and then you know, because it's kind of like the difference between vinyl and digital on music. You know, there's a certain oh, yeah. segment of people that really want to see a certain movie in 35 millimeter. But then there's other movies like we just showed Love Actually a couple weeks ago, and people don't care at all yeah. if that's in 35 millimeter. So you just want it to to, to look and sound as crisp and just clean as, as clean possible. As yeah, we can for a movie like that. Have you figured out what that is? Like, if you're no, uh, you just kind of feel it out. Of you feel it out, and you you book a movie, and you hope, and and you hope to get. You know, we just booked Harold and Maude for um, February 28th, and in, in digital, and there's a couple people complaining on Facebook. Really, that that's not 35 millimeter. Oh. So we're still figuring that out. Which ones to do in 35 millimeter? Which ones to do in yeah. digital? There's some obvious ones like Texas Chainsaw and, and uh, Monty Python. Oh, Young oh. Frankenstein. Young did, did you recently do uh, an Indiana Jones? Yeah, we did. Uh, the Lost Ark. I was yeah. kicking myself that I didn't make it. I wasn't able to make it to that one. Yeah. That is so awesome. And that was it, a fun night. There's also oh. there's also an art to figuring out what movies to pick because 
You have to find that sweet spot of nostalgia where people want to, because all these movies are available at home, right? Yes. To watch in your basement. Oh, yeah. Your laptop. So what's going to get people to come out and, and want to have like this communal experience with yes. the whole audience again? Yeah. And so you'll come and see a movie like, um, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and people are like, Conan. People are like oh. yelling at the screen, and they're oh. whooping it up yeah. and having fun. And, yeah. You know, one thing I've noticed since we and those are beautiful movies, nights, like when that happens. Too. People oh, always I'm clap not. at the end of the movie, though. That's yeah. the one thing I've noticed. Like, really, at the end of every movie we show, people clap. Like, there's just something about it. They just love the that um, that communal experience. Oh and that, yeah, and that's why we do it. Uh, yeah, just to, to provide that experience. Yeah, uh, you know, for folks is uh, very. Uh, I don't know. It, brings us just a lot of joy providing that yes that is awesome it is it is a communal thing. you don't get that anymore like i feel like okay maybe i'm taking this too deep but i feel like we live in a little bit of a world where it's like everything's so sterile now too like how crisp can you get something like yeah. obviously like the, the crisper uh, uh image can be the better the cleaner the night the more plush lazy boy full reclining seats the better right, yeah, right. but maybe it's not about that there's something like intangible right. so about these only kept the old seats oh. reupholstered sandblasted repainted the only thing that looks the same is the armrest. And, um, you know, that was intentional to, because, yeah, you're right. It's like every theater now has oh, a yeah. crazy boy that you can recline on it. And, um, you know, this is this is intended to make you feel like you're seeing a movie in the same exact way that you saw it when you were a kid or when it was originally released. Yes. Oh, man, I love that. Okay, nerdy question on the 35-millimeter book. You, when you say you're bringing in a, a movie, you, you're talking about as booking a movie. So do you yeah. reach out? Like, how do you bring a 35-millimeter so film in here? you find somebody who has printed it. Okay. And you rent the print from them, and then you got to track down the studio that owns the rights to it and, and book, like, a reservation to show it. So... Uh, so, say say Indiana Jones. You you found where was that person located? Were they in just in town? Someone owns a thirty. 30- I think that one is owned by a studio. Okay. A big studio, but um, you know, there's other ones that were like, we showed um, Assault on Precinct 13, and it was the only existing print. Some collector in Texas had it in his collection. And what? It to us. So you have to really track them down. Yeah. Oh um, man, that's so badass. We actually own them. A print of Young Frankenstein. So we what? Have that. But we still have to contact the studio that owns the rights to it. And you have to pay each time you yeah, for yeah, each showing. Each show what is like for Young Frankenstein? What does that cost you? Uh, we give fifty percent. Oh, what so we make at the door. Oh, so it's a percentage. Yeah. Okay, that's sweet. It's so you're not versus a percentage. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So it's not. I didn't know if it was like that. That would take some of the stress off of like. Like worrying about no, we have to fill every seat, or we're gonna lose our our yeah, head I mean, doing this. We do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that stress is still there. Um, but uh, and then for live music, we found it's kind of the same thing. You find the right band that comes in here, and you have like this intimate experience where yes, the the audience is really connected to the performer, and um, and so the ones that are really great, like we've heard feedback from the performers where they say, wow, I really. When, when, uh, when I play at a bar, nobody's really listening to us. They're yes. chatting, like in between songs, we can hear people chatting with each other. Yes. Here, it's like all eyes are on the performer all the time. And some yes. performers really like that and kind of, that drives oh. them. Um, and so the ones that love we've had that. like that have just been really great. When it's a full house and everybody's connected to what's going on stage. Yes. It's like 
like those movies is like a magical night. It's just uh, wow, that's really cool. Man, I'm instantly thinking being in this room. I'm instantly thinking of like five or six different artists that I want to reach out to of like this is this would be amazing because it's not uh, it, it would it does have the listening vibe you can sit and listen like maybe even like a storytelling person that's great with like banter back I don't know like a, yeah. a full experience that's cool yeah one of the cool one of the coolest shows um, we had uh, Jeremy Messersmith oh yeah the show and his his encore he did on a ukulele and he turned off the mic oh and didn't use, wasn't assisted at all by our sound system. It was just so cool, you could, you could hear a pin drop in here. Oh, really awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, those guys, and I'm, yeah, I know those guys, and they're, that would be perfect for in here. Okay, let me end with this, because I, I am, this is maybe a little bit too deep for just having met you guys, but I, like it sounds like when I assume things in people doing like endeavors of like opening this spot, I just assume like, oh yeah, you're doing cool things with like 35 millimeter film. That must be why. I assume that you start with the end in mind of like, yeah, we want to find just a theater that we can open up so we can do our collection of film, or we've got we've got it all figured out. So let's find a place that we can purchase to make all every all our vision happen. But really, this like it sounded like it was like an action first. I think. I think for me, I don't want to speak for Eddie, but I started with what I wanted to be here. Like, I live in the neighborhood, so I'm like, I want a really good margarita, and I want to watch the like classic movies in an old real movie theater. So that was kind of my original inspiration was, I don't want that to be a condominium. I don't want to yes. tear it down and turn it like I want to be able to walk to see a movie. And... Um, so I just kind of started there. That was my vision of like, wouldn't this be cool? I could like, I can walk to the movie or I can walk to see some live music. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Has it always been a thing of like having the balls to like just, I don't know all the details, but I've got this vision. I'm just gonna, I'll, we'll learn it as we go. Is that? That's, a, that's part of it too. Yeah, there's kind of this sense of adventure. Like, let's just yeah. jump in, see like what happens. Stupidity. stupidity. <laughs> yes, I don't. Yeah, I think it's tank. awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll figure it out. Well, we'll figure out the projection thing. We'll figure out yeah, like, the details. Yeah, you go in and it's like, all right, we'll, we'll just we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. yeah. And there's been a lot of bridges across. Well, yeah, because it is a business, too. Yeah, so yeah. We're, we are, you know, I mean, the last four months have been about, and we've been open for about four or five months now. Yeah, yeah. There's just a lot of adapting and pivoting, you know. I mean, we're not changing the overall business model, but we're definitely doing a lot of things that we haven't originally planned. Uh, you know, to, to kind of grow the audience and uh, and there's been some yeah there's been some very stressful nights like uh, opening night we showed Jaws on 35 millimeter oh, come on. it sold out pretty fast yeah and so we got a full theater here it's about 90 degrees outside and the AC broke down no so yeah. it was just a sauna in here yeah, yeah. it was rough um, and people had fun still yeah. but they were hot in here we saw a couple people leave yeah. covered in sweat. I think we oh, both yeah. had heart attacks that night. Yeah. Oh man, so, you know, we, totally. We gave everybody that came free tickets to see a future show and um, you know battled the, the HVAC for the next couple of weeks trying to get that to work. Oh man. But those I, are some of our like best memories. I might, I, I'm not going to speak for Ward here, but uh, one of my best memories is some of the problem solving we've yes. done. You know, where like I show up and uh, the movie's supposed to play in five minutes, and we realize that the the digital lock is still like the movie is basically unavailable digital oh yeah, yeah. So we have like five minutes to go find a copy of a movie and uh 
Yeah. Yes. Find an alternative way to present. I'm glad that. that's your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I have post-traumatic stress disorder uh, from that. Just like, yeah, I woke up in a cold sweat last night thinking about that evening. Yeah. But it is kind of like the, looking back at like I could see that I, I'm I'm bummed I missed like the opening night at that like sweaty Jaws night because I'm sure everybody left of like yeah we did this it was awesome. Yeah. Well, the night that Eddie's talking about that was actually a matinee, and that was actually genius, Eddie, because we. First of all, Eddie's running around Target trying to find the movie. Yeah. Because it's a Saturday and we can't get a hold of the studio to find out why yeah. the digital lock is on there. And he has the idea to call one of our friends who has a lot of movies and he just happened to have the movie. Gets it over here just in time. But then we had to figure out how to get it. It's a DVD or a Blu-ray. So yeah. How do we get past the menu so that the theater doesn't see that we're playing a Blu-ray? <laughs> so Eddie had the idea of putting something in front of the camera, in front of the projector, so we could kind of see the menu just a little bit enough to get past the menu. And so get you're literally blocking spot. it from the screen out front here, and you're like, all right, let's figure it's out like, play. Like a notebook, you know? Yeah. Trying to see what's going on. But, uh, oh man. Well, the secret's out for your audience now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to tell you which movie it was. Yeah. But one of the movies. <laughs> one of the movies. Oh, that's so good. I, I love that. For those of you in the gate area, 2524 series to Chicago O'Hare is departing from F4 now. We've had a gate change, 2524 Chicago O'Hare, now departing F4. Hey, guys, this is Rob uh, signing off. Hey, be, before I let you go today, check this out. So I'm at the Minneapolis International Airport, Terminal 1, right now. And first of all, I want to say a massive thank you to Eric Ward and Patrick over at Parkway Theater. I highly recommend it. I would actually even go as far to stay. Keep watch on the stuff I'm doing this next year because I guarantee either artists I'm working for or uh, maybe even a live, I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe even a live recording of the podcast happening at Parkway. What do you think about that? I think it's an amazing space. Check it out. All their information and website will be in the show notes below. Now check this out. I'm currently at Minneapolis International Airport Terminal 1 and here's the deal. Here's what I figured out. Terminal 1 has zero Guinness anywhere in the terminal. If you want Miller Lite, you want uh, Bud Light, you want your PBRs, everybody's got it. Zero Guinness anywhere in the entire terminal. I've, I've looked everywhere. So here's what I'm going to do. I've got a quick flight over to Chicago. And it, come on, it's Chicago, right? Chicago's got Guinness for sure. So going to have my Guinness for the day, Chicago airport layover. Uh, and I'll probably be posting this on my flight over to Chicago, so I probably won't keep you up to date with that. But tomorrow, question, does Germany drink Guinness? Anyways, have a great rest of your afternoon, and uh, as always, stay curious.